Welcome to the next episode of the Next Level Life podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by my business empowerment program. It is a nine-week one-on-one business coaching program designed to take your business and life to the next level. So if you are a coach, consultant, or service provider and really want to take your business from static to successful, if you feel like you're hitting a plateau, feeling stuck and overwhelmed, and really not sure what your next step is, then head across to my website at periscopecoaching.com.au and check out the business coaching section. And you can find all my free resources there and more information about my business coaching empowerment program. So with that said, let's jump into the episode. The Next Level Life podcast by Christine Corcoran is for all heart-centered entrepreneurs who want to up-level their mindset, motivation, and business to make a positive and meaningful impact in the world today. So if you love what you do and want to hear from inspiring thought leaders and successful business owners where we have real conversations and real connections, then this is for you. I want to assist you in finding the clarity and awareness you need to uplevel your mindset and set your soul on fire to take massive aligned action in your business so you can take your life to the next level. Ready to get started? Let's go. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. Today I had the opportunity to interview Curvy Sam. Curvy Sam is a style and body love influencer, editor of Scorch Mag and founder of Curvy AU. Sam uses her influencer status across all of her platforms to promote inner confidence, health and happiness to over 30,000 Australian women each week by sharing images of her modeling assignments, events attendance, travel and daily outfit posts. Sam's passion is to inspire women out there to know their worth is not determined by their body shape. Sam has been able to grow her following through the power of stories, being confident to speak up about what she believes in, and really passionate about what she talks about when it comes to body positivity. She believes she has such a large following because she she is real, raw, and relatable. And she can identify with every other girl here in Australia that has ever felt body shame that has ever been judged for putting something online and she shares all of her insights all about being an influencer the effects that negative influencing has on the industry and the way that we can start to view our own personal body image to have a better experience of life so let's jump in and meet Kirby Sam Awesome. I am so pumped. Thank you so much for joining me tonight and welcome to the podcast, Sam. Thanks for having me. It's nice to reconnect with you. We had so much fun at the event last it was a couple of weeks ago now. It was a month ago now, yeah. Oh my gosh, time is flying when you're having fun. Yeah. And when you're busy boss babes like us. (laughs) So, so true. So tell me a little bit about, just to get started, for those of the people who are listening that don't know you, can you tell us a little bit about your journey and what you do now? For sure. So I'm known as Kirby Sam on the internet. Um, I am a plus size babe that encourages girls to live their best life. And I also push for diversity in the media. So whether that be size diversity, cultural diversity, age diversity, I really have a voice where I reach out and say, hey, we want to see more. I love that. And I think it's so needed right now. What's, how did this start? Like you're obviously an influencer online as well and it's something that you've created so many different brands. So tell us a little bit about how did this all come about? Where, how did it start? I have to say I have my fingers in quite a few pies. Um, back in 2011, I won a positive body image competition that was hosted by Marie Claire and then I got picked up by a modeling agency 
did a couple of years of plus size modeling and then I decided to pack my life up and move to a tropical island which was so remote and that's where Kirby Sam the blog formed and from there I shared my journey of how I wore clothes where I got them my journey for shopping for swimwear online and really that all started because that all really started after hearing two women in a change room I was sitting there I was just trying on you know some pants kind of remember what it was but two women were just absolutely body shaming themselves saying how big they were saying how ugly how you know they needed to be smaller to fit into certain brands and I just listened to that and thought no way we can't think and talk like this anymore about ourselves about others and then I started talking about it on a Facebook page and Curvy Sam grew wow it's it's such an undiscussed thing like we might possibly talk about it with friends and family and sometimes not even that yeah and we have such internal dialogue around it we are so hard on ourselves as, as women and you know we have enough on our plate between kids and trying to look good and paying the bills and when and when you're really hard on yourself and especially your body I really feel like your mind hears everything that you know that you're saying and if we're constantly looking at our reflection and saying you're terrible you're fat you're gonna feel that Mm. so I always say to people do self-affirmations every time you see yourself in the mirror any reflection you ever have just look at yourself and say I am such a babe you're amazing like give yourself a confidence like give yourself a confidence boost Mm. It's so important. Like our inner dialogue literally creates our our own perception of everything. And when we're doing that, we often then find ourselves judging other people for it as well. So we all have we all have some form of self judgment for sure. And I think you know the internet has a lot to say for that. What do you see as some of the causes that make women so hard on themselves? There's a quote that I love that says, "Comparison is the thief of joy." And because we do look at other people's lives and compare. And the best thing about the internet is that you don't actually have to want to live those lives. You can connect with people who live the same lives as you. It can be aspirational. A big thing for the internet is you need to cultivate your feed. If you're following people that don't uplift, inspire, bring you joy, disconnect, unfollow, mute them. If if they're friends and family that you think they're going to notice if you're going to unfollow them just mute them instagram has this like amazing little section where you can mute posts and stories and if you choose to go look at their page then you do that in your own time but it's not in your face Mm. all the time because no one wants to see how amazing everyone's doing when you're having the hardest time in your life Mm. Absolutely. And that is such good advice. Like it's something that I was literally talking to a friend yesterday and she was saying how she's going to take a month off social media because she can't handle it anymore because she just feels terrible every time she scrolls. And I was like, who are you following? Yes. Like, why would you follow people that are making you feel like that? There's so many platforms you can follow, like for positive body image, like um, Body Posse Panda. She's a UK babe and she's all about um, life and color and laughing, but she also talks about her journey through eating disorders, which can be triggering for some people. But she's now got over like one or two million followers just from sharing inspirational quotes and wise words to other women. And I follow her too. I think she's amazing. Mm, awesome. And I see that you really cultivate your uh, authenticity and you cultivate your 
social media platforms with a real mission like there's I love it how you utilize it to really share your message how, how do you go about doing that what's what's on your mind when you think about what you post the best thing about when it comes to posting with me is that I really don't overthink it um, I know there's a lot of people who have to post on certain days have to take an outfit every single day I can go a whole week without posting and I'm not too bothered um, stories is where it's at for me you know my favorite saying is keeping it real raw and relatable and that just means that for me personally I'm going to show people the ups and downs because just because I get a lot of free stuff or I work with brands or, or I travel internationally doesn't mean that my life's amazing like I have my struggles too and I think it's important to share them and sharing our stories is what makes us relatable mm. and Telling people the ups and downs is what makes it real because no one lives a perfect life. Mm. What would you say to someone who really struggles with that? Like, how did you start out by doing that? I'm sure it wasn't just automatic. You felt comfortable on camera. I remember the exact moment that I spoke to a friend who I always followed on Snapchat. She was pretty much just like my neighbor. And every day she just confidently spoke at her Snapchat story. And she, she's not famous. She's just this cool babe who just loves sharing her journey in Cairns. She goes for walks. She would post all these really not that interesting stories. But I became, it became like reality TV. I loved following her life. <laughs> and I said to her, how the hell do you actually look into that phone and know what to say? And she's like, at the end of the day, I just don't care what people think. And it's my life and it's my journey. And I think I picked up that mentality. And now through my own social media, I really don't care what people think. You know, we're not on this life. We're not in this world to agree with everything that everyone says. I mean. How boring would that be? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like we're all different. And I mean, I love following, like for me personally, I love following dogs on the internet. <laughs> I'm going to follow stuff that makes me laugh because it one o'clock in the morning when I can't sleep I'm on Instagram scrolling looking at funny dog videos because <laughs> like that following things that makes me laugh is like very important to me yeah and following profiles that make uh, that make me feel inspired I love reading the quotes and I love saving the quotes I love sharing my own quotes but when it comes to social media and getting confidence in speaking the camera practice makes perfect and you just have to have the mentality that no one is watching therefore it doesn't matter and anyway it goes away in 24 hours anyway yeah exactly and you know what not everyone is watching no <laughs> especially when you start out like sometimes you get like three people on your story and it's just like well was that even worthwhile yeah and we overthink it and we think oh my gosh how are we gonna do this like i know there's people out there who will record a story save it filter it and then re-upload it wow oh my gosh i haven't got time for that i have no time for that I mean, I even struggle with putting makeup on it. <laughs> <laughs> you can always filter that. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but a lot of the time, I mean, I don't have any filters on my social media because if my face is flared up with eczema, I want people to be really see that. And then I can talk about the products or sometimes brands write to me and be like, hey, I saw your eczema was really sore the other day. We've got this amazing product. And then I, it just goes from there. Wow. You never know what can happen by sharing a story. And personally for me, sharing my story has opened doors for me one particular story was that I was feeling a bit nervous about going shopping the other day and I went into Maya and I 
tried on all these items and I did a live feed and you know a lot of my viewers were like yeah get that don't get this and I was talking about the garments and providing feedback I tagged a couple of the brands in and they were watching me I didn't know they were watching me because out of 25,000 people you never know who's watching you mm. and within 48 hours I was flown to the Maya head office and was giving feedback on certain garments and they were genuinely interested to hear what I had to say. Mm. So I am mindful about some things I post, but you know what? If I'm having a bad day, I'll generally talk about it. If I'm having a great day, I'll talk about that as well. So I feel, I feel like it's really relatable to see people's highs and lows. And that really shows authenticity. Like everyone's going and banging on about being authentic, but really that's all what it is. It's just being that real, relatable and raw. Yeah. Totally. And you know what I have? So personally, when I moved to Brisbane, I connected to quite a few people and other influencers, but I'm getting to know them, sitting back and seeing the social anxiety that they have just mm. to put up a post, the amount of time that they sit there and have to edit every single detail. So their face is totally warped. I mean, we're so hard on ourselves. That's so awful. Like, who can live their uh, life like that? I mean, if you and what's that doing to our young people? Like, that's that's how they're growing up. Like, I look at cousins of mine and friends' kids, and I just think they're literally thinking that's what life should be, and they're spending three hours to get ready for something, yeah. and then they don't want to post it because they feel they look ugly. And I'm like, no. That's and then they not feel the need to go shopping because we've got afterpay and we've got zip pay and and all these women who don't authentically wear all these products i mean there's a lot of influencers out there who every single week will order products wear them take photos in them and then send them back because they don't have the money for that but as an outside viewer if all people are seeing is this person getting new clothes having photo shoots and they and but reality is this person stays at home mm. doesn't go to any events just Can't takes photos in the clothes that's right. It's getting into financial trouble just to be seen on the internet. That is a massive cause for concern. Mm. And I don't want to live my life like that. Mm. So for me, sometimes I'll do shopping hauls and I haven't done one for probably six weeks or so, but the clothes that I purchase are clothes that I will wear forever or wear for a certain amount of time. Let's not say forever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do awesome. love shopping. I do love a little bit of shopping. Um, there's a big niche with plus size fashion is because a lot of curvy girls, bigger girls, we call it fat, whatever you want to name it, we can't go shopping at normal retail stores. We've got City Chic, um, like Maya, Target, but it is still limited options. Mm. So online shopping is where it's at for us. And so I love that you then have that mission to really share that voice and to be able to share how that's impacted so many people to actually start shifting the focus for the brands as well. No, definitely. And I have to say, quite a few years ago, I got really caught up with doing these fashion challenges at the, in the early days of Curvy Sam. And we would have these weekly challenges where we could be involved and our photo would get shared. So I spent so much money buying clothes. I got into debt. I think I was around $5,000 and all of it was clothing. Wow. And then I had this massive shift and I decided, no way, I can't be a part of this anymore. So... I traveled Nepal twice. I've done two volunteer trips. And on two occasions, I have pretty much sold all my belongings and started fresh. Wow. So everything you see around you now in my apartment with my pink couches, this is probably like the third time that I have started from nothing. 
and built it up. And I really now have a message to do with sustainability. So getting the most out of your clothes rather than buying fast fashion all the time Mm. and having so many items, um, I generally keep a small a small range of clothes that I wear and I rotate. And now I connect with the curvy community and we share clothes. Oh, that's awesome. That's a great idea. We have a bit of a joke between us friends to say um, curvy community closet. So we hashtag curvy community closet if we really want to borrow it. <laughs> and then we just come over to each other's apartments and trade clothes. That's awesome. And you, so you've really created such a community with this. That was my aim. I think after living in Cairns and, and living on Hayman Island where... I wasn't really connected to a lot of people who were my size. Moving to Brisbane had to be about connection. So this is where Curvy AU was born. Curvy AU is an exclusive sisterhood and it's it's generally for women who can't shop in mainstream retail stores. So when we say curvy or plus size, I mean, it's not a specific size. We are quite inclusive, but it's, you know, size 14 or people with long legs you know, considered to be plus size. I mean, plus size fashion starts over a size 14. Mm. And if you look at a Just large... crazy. <laughs> I know, it really is. But yeah, so we started this online community and it's all about connection. Um, we have a group on Facebook uh, where we tackle things like where can you buy plus size stockings? Um, we have a lot of women reaching out and saying, oh my God, I'm going on a date. Should I wear this? Should I wear this? Or the funniest one we had the other week was a a fancy dress party. And this girl was absolutely freaking out. She was like, what do I wear? I have to go as something starting with S. And we had many thousands of women just get on board and help her. Awesome. And they're posting pictures and posting links. It's so nice to be a part of a sisterhood. Like it really is. And the biggest thing that makes our group a little bit different is that we host meetups all over Australia. Awesome. So I have an administrator in every single state and quite often we host events. So um, most recently we just held Australia's first ever women's only positive body image pool party where we had a drag queen and we had fashion shows and we had a runway. And at the end of the runway, we actually said to anyone, all right, babes, all you girls in the audience, get on the runway, strut your stuff. So we had pretty much everyone who was in the audience at some stage walk to the runway, whether it was with one of our gorgeous drag queens or whether it was with just, you know, themselves or their friends. It was so empowering. Awesome. What, but, was, what was the feel from the, the pool party? Like, what was the purpose of it? I feel like we're really connected online and we, we talk to all these people, we engage with like-minded people, but to actually meet people in real life feels so good. Like you and I were talking online and we met in real mm. life and now we're friends and now it's good. And I want other people to experience it. And I understand that it can be quite nerve wracking to go out on your own to events. So I create a safe space so people can come and network. Um, we have a buddy up system. So if anyone's coming on their own, I can buddy them up with another person that's coming. Cool. But do you know the nicest thing from the pool party? There's like one particular story where two girls, one girl from Perth and another girl from Adelaide had been talking online for ages. They'd never met and they were sharing a room. So they met at the hotel, shared a room and became best friends. And 
you know, when I went and hung out with them, I mean, you would have thought they'd been friends for years and years and years because they just had that vibe. And, you know, they're now planning to go on holidays together. And it's just that connection. Connection is key. I feel like we're mm. so connected online and we're so disconnected in real life. So true. I absolutely agree. And it's almost like it's creating even more social anxiety and it's creating even more isolation because we're so connected online. I said that with air quotes uh, <laughs> online because it's something that people think that's what they need to do. But honestly, getting back and just to be in the space and vibe of someone and have a real conversation face to face, like we're humanly we're designed like that we need human connection to survive so it's so so important so it's great that you're doing that and back in the day i mean women in communities would teach each other how to make baskets or prepare food or you know they would pass those skills and that knowledge down through generations and i feel like we don't do that nowadays Mm. so when it comes to events it's good for women to connect and one of the other focuses that we had is that it's not just around you know drinking or eating we try and actually have activities so we've done aerial yoga cool which is really really fun and i for each event for each uh function that i hold i personally go and test it out to make sure that you know they're not going to be fat shaming they're not going to get there and there's not going to be any weight issues so i make sure that you know there's not going to be any restrictions Um, We've got horse riding coming up and we're going to host a wellness retreat. Awesome. So it's going to be two days away. There's going to be campfire, bushwalks, cooking classes, and the chef who's on site actually grows a lot of the produce. So he's going to take us through the gardens. We're going to pick all the goods and it's just about connecting, chatting, and oh, we're going to have, we're going to be eating in this one, of course. And there will be one. Oh, of course. That's how women love to come no, together. <laughs> no girls' health retreat weekend is complete without some your fermented grapes. <laughs> Absolutely. So I would love to know, what have you learned about yourself over this whole journey of Curvy Sam? Hmm. Over the journey of Curvy Sam, I have learned so many lessons. I've learned a lot of lessons about um, who to talk to and who not to talk to. I mean, personal connections is that whether you're an influencer or not, if you do have a bit of a following, there's generally an ulterior motive when people are trying to be friends with you. Mm, that's and, and that is a hard, it's a hard thing to go through, to be honest, when people want to be near you or get your contacts or be tagged in your, in their photos so that they can get more followers. And then all of a sudden when they disappear for no reason at all, like, it, it is hard to swallow that but I've also learned to say no it's a good lesson <laughs> yeah because as a bit of a people pleaser I'm like yeah I can do that yeah I can do that yeah I can do that but I've, I've made sure that I've connected with other people that are in my industry that are even more successful with me and they're not really my mentors but they're people that I look up to and following them you know they encourage me to charge my worth because as an influencer, we do do a lot of things out of love, mm. but it does get to the stage where it takes a lot of time mm. to put together blog posts and do coding and, 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 you know, deal with all the emails. So I have learned to say no, and I have learned to ask for my worth, mm. ask for awesome. worth. What's the, that's, that's the word I'm saying. <laughs> Yeah, charge your worth, ask for your worth, same thing. Like yeah. I think it's something that a lot of women really struggle with, especially mm. in business. Like they really struggle being able to charge what they're worth. And it's something that, you know, we connect that 
charge or the money to our self-worth and that is hard too so I totally totally get those lessons for sure and the validation from others I mean I know deep down that I'm an amazing person and that I'm nice and that I'm kind and it is hard on social media when a lot of our, my income comes from social media and when I've worked really hard on a post and all of a sudden the algorithms don't allow anyone to see any of my stuff you know I do understand and have been tempted myself to buy likes and engagement and I'm really glad that I've always held off from that because it completely stuffs your stats mm. and then you just get Arab and Indian men <laughs> bombarding you saying Linda Linda <laughs> <laughs> and I'm really really proud that my community I'm 88% women wow and I feel like the other percentage is family or my fabulous gay queens yes you know, absolutely yeah I live in Brisbane in the hub of the Queen Central <laughs> <laughs> so yes there's been many lessons many yeah. many lessons So is there anything in particular that you feel has really helped to grow your following or you've really helped to grow um, your business and key things that you've learned as well? Definitely. Captions has helped me grow my business because I used to just take a pretty picture. I would say, hey, this is me in a nice dress and the dress is really nice. But now I've taken the time to, in my captions, is to say, hey, this is what I've been up to this week and these are the challenges I'm facing or... I like this dress, but I'm really not too sure how to style it with for winter. And it opens that platform for people to engage in your content. Mm, content. It op- yeah. yeah. <laughs> it opens up the platform for people to engage in your content. Mm. And engagement is key. Yeah. It's not about the followers, hey? It's not. I want to like get to know people. And I love it when my followers write to me and they're like, oh my God, I bought this. Or I left the house today because of you. Or Wow. I mean, everyone Ooh. can take a pretty picture. But it's also nice for a story to go with it. Mm. And whether it's funny or whether it's sad, I think opening myself and being more real and saying, hey, I took this picture, but you know what? I felt really self-conscious when I was in these swimmers, but I decided to actually own it, step up and go into the pool and be brave. And then people respond to that and be like, yeah, cool. I did that too and I'm going to do it. And you know how before we were just talking about... um, how sometimes you can follow people and then whatever they say you start to think of I mean I think being an influencer or I mean I don't just have to be an influencer because I'm online we're influenced by people around us Mm. and we're influenced by people that we care about and that we watch on tv I mean I remember Sandra Sully all those years ago wore this like amazing lipstick and I managed to track down the makeup artist and tell me exactly which one it was. Wow. I know. I was desperate. I wanted to be influenced. This was before times of influencer. Not a day goes by when I could just be posting, hey, I'm in my jammies and I'm about to do this washing. And then people asking me what washing powder I use. And I'm like... So crazy. What? <laughs> Why do you want to know that? But yeah it's a uh so you never know what people are going to ask on the internet mm. so i would imagine there is lots of the good but there's also sometimes some struggles with haters or with people leaving negative feedback and things like that how do you deal with that i'm really lucky that over the last few years i have blocked and deleted most men um obviously i put myself out there on the internet and my body i put my body out there with my lumps and my bumps and there has been occasions where people have left comments saying oh you're a whale but to be honest I can probably count on two hands how many times that I've been trolled and that's just because I make sure that my community 
is really on lockdown. I really only want my space to be for women. And if men are coming to my page to perv on me, I don't want that. Mm. And that's why my, my following is really authentic and the women who follow me are really engaged. And I feel like they're all my friends. Mm. And the times that where someone has said something, by God, do these girls get in? These girls are like right in it. That's awesome. <laughs> Before I even noticed, because sometimes, I mean, I do look at the comments, but these women go to bat for me. Like they are on my team and they're like, how dare you say that about her? I did have an occasion recently where there was a sponsored post and a guy had written something about my body, fat shaming me. And I screenshot it and then I sent it to all his friends and family and said, just so you know, this is the type of person that you're hanging out with. Wow. Which, to be honest, I don't normally do that. I don't recommend putting that energy into trolling other people. Mm. But it massively paid off because all his friends were quite large. And, you know, he came back and said, oh, that wasn't me. It was somebody else. And I'm like, you know Whatever. what? It was you, mate. Own up to it. You're fat phobic. And if all your best friends are fat, you know, you can't just get away with saying that to someone on the internet. Mm. But I just love how you cultivate your following. Like most people would be so scared to delete men and block men because that's half of their following and that's helping to grow their numbers. Yet, Yeah, I, I completely agree. I mean, it has been hard to think, wow, I've just, you know, I've just gotten rid of a thousand men, you know, but when it comes to numbers, I would rather have quality over quantity. And I think that's why I do have such good engagement is because I don't just have men on there um, creeping away. And brands really notice that nowadays. Brands are getting smarter and they want return for investment. If we're doing a sponsored post and you know I'm going to post a picture of me in this gorgeous dress... The men aren't going to buy it. The mm. brand's not going to get any return for investment. And it all just comes crashing down and looks bad on my behalf. Mm. There's, a, there's a couple of people, especially in the curve industry, who have purchased followers because they've gone from having 4,000 two years ago to 120,000. And they're constantly putting up their bikini photos or, or anything they want. And at the end of the day, if people want to put up bikini photos and that's their vibe, then go for it. But um, when it comes to working with brands and charging them three times the amount of what they should be charging and when brands invest money and they don't get anything in return, then, yeah, that's Mm. where the issues come in. But at the end of the day, everyone can do whatever they want. They can post their own. Everyone has to learn their lessons. Mm. Absolutely. I have learned my lessons. (laughs) I just love how savvy you are when it comes to the business side of things. So you've really thought out of what's important to to the brands because as an influencer, you are the message to the brands and you're the message to your following as well. And your friends and you don't be recommending things to your friends that you don't like. So I love how that you've come from this place of understanding what's in it for the brand and you're able to help cultivate that. Is there anything that you've learned along the way with working with brands that like how you support that and how you have the return on investment for them? Yeah, definitely. And do you know what? Saying no to some brands is quite hard. I mean, I've been sent products before and I've had to send them back and say, hey, do you know what? Thanks very much, but this isn't for me. Um, And on many occasions, I have had businesses want to buy my subscription list to my curvy sand blog what because that's their direct market of course weight watchers and skinny tea companies are going to be like hey for two thousand dollars 
we're going to buy your entire list because they know that it is 100% women and 100% their their target demographic. That's so wrong. So wrong. But people do it. People play that game. Mm. I don't. When it comes to working with brands, I kind of feel like I'm working with my friends half the time because I really love working with small businesses. Zark Clothing in Australia are my favourite. They're two Aussie mums and we've really become good friends because they're two plus size women who make clothes for plus size women like myself. And I actually just posted about it tonight and I'm just pointing to it behind me. It's this spotty linen jumpsuit. And we've always caught up and talked about what I like, what my followers like, and we've got that curve community where they can post and get direct feedback from thousands of women to say, hey girls, what do you want? So good. So I love that I've created that space where it's beneficial, not for just, you know, curvy girls. It's uh, it's great for brands too, because we can have direct contact with the brands and say, hey, we really love this, or we didn't like the peplum, or we need more room in our arms. And then those businesses can make the changes. We get to buy the products and mm. then they get the sales. Everyone's happy. Win, win. <laughs> <laughs> what else have you learned about looking at it from a business perspective? Because I'm sure there's people out there that are trying to be influencers and they're just getting products sent to them. And then, like you were saying before, like going into debt by buying things to try and lift their following. Like, how do you think about it from a business perspective to have that return on investment for yourself? I see a lot of people get really obsessed with trying to be Insta-famous. I've seen some really poor um, social behaviour from other influencers because I feel like we should just all be working together and Mm. uplifting and supporting each other rather than competing. Mm. So when it comes to to working with brands, I mean, brands are going to look at numbers. And one thing I've always said to brands is get screenshots of people's insights. It's one thing for brands to look at a media kit, I say to brands to get screenshots from influencers, but purely because anyone can create a media kit and put whatever text they want on there. Like there is no facts behind what they're posting. Mm. But if I can actually show people the engagement, I can show people my traffic. Um, There's websites that people can use, especially brands use that they can put uh, influencers, business accounts, pop their name in. You can see how many people they've followed, if they've, they've done the follow, unfollow. Brands are definitely getting smarter when it comes to working Mm. with influencers. And for myself, I go to networking events. I like to connect. I'm continually learning new things about how to manage socials. And I'm not perfect. And I'm not this super famous person. I'm just a girl on the gram and that has a blog that posts about things that I like. And my passion project has now turned into a business. Mm. It's been hard to do that, though. It's not like it's overnight. (laughs) definitely not overnight this is like years and years of you know let's go back five years I invested so much money into going to full figure fashion week and then now every year I get invited back to be part of the media team so you really have to invest in yourself if you want to be seen by a brand um, I recommend for people to look at their aesthetics on their feed look at the types of photos they repost um, and specifically stop posting filtered photos and Mm. expecting them to get reposted if you're going on snapchat and beauty facing your face and then host a holding up a product saying hey girls you should buy this it's amazing brands aren't going to repost that i just i can't stand seeing filtered photos on the (laughs) internet 
I mean, I obviously like filtering is fine. It has its time and a place. But if you're trying to work with brands and look professional, you know, invest in a good camera. Mm. Actually, the iPhone camera is pretty amazing nowadays anyway. Mm, that's true. That's what I use most of the time. What advice would you have for businesses that are looking at getting into working with influencers? What advice would you have for them to be able to reach out and build a good connection? I probably have qu- I have quite a few people reach out to me every day. And the advice that I have for brands is to do research. Know what this person's about, follow them online, watch their stories, make sure that your your vision aligns with them. I mean, for me, Sometimes I think, oh, I really want to work with this brand, but then I'm really real and raw on my social media and sometimes I'm laughing, sometimes I'm crying and I've been so worried that brands aren't going to like that. But I find that, you know, Maya was saying, hey, we love following you because sometimes you're really funny (laughs) and you do some really silly stuff. So like yesterday, I have this little series that every time I see my granddad, we sing in the car together. Oh God, I love it. It's my favorite. (laughs) And it's such a silly thing, but it's become, it's become like a big part of my life and my socials. And I had someone at the supermarket. I met someone. Okay. Let's be honest. I was buying toilet paper at Woolworths (laughs) (laughs) and someone stopped me and said, are you Kirby Sam? And I'm like, oh my God, I'm pretty much in my pajamas at Woolies ducking out to get toilet paper. And I was like, yeah, I am. And we had a selfie together, of course. I was like, I don't care. Let's just do this. And she said to me, I love watching you and your granddad sing in the car because she said that's, she's like, there's a song that you played back in January and that was my granddad's favorite song. And then it made me have all these really good memories and and good thoughts about my own family. And I thought, oh, wow. That's really nice. You never know how the smallest thing that you share within your life can mm. affect somebody else. But I was like, oh, my God, why is this happening in, you know, the supermarket? And especially <laughs> when I'm buying toilet paper. Like, we all buy toilet paper, yeah, but... <laughs> but I love that because sometimes you just never know who is watching and you can be sharing and you can be posting and someone never, ever comments on anything or sends you a DM or anything, but then you've made such an impact in their lives that... Yeah, definitely. There's so many people who watch and don't say anything. And then, you know, there can be people that follow me for years. And then I'll mention something about... Quite recently, I had someone write to me by a private message and said, oh my gosh, I've been following you for years. I've, you know, never commented. I've been like a bit of a lurker, but I wanted to thank you for sharing your blog post about where to buy wide fit shoes because a lot of curvy girls have fat feet or wide feet um I have chubby feet but skinny ankles and I was talking about online in my stories um sharing all the stores that a lot of myself and some of my friends shop at and how I prefer to wear slip-on shoes rather than shoes that require buckling because bending over and getting my leg up you know being bigger it's a little bit harder to bend and she's like oh my god I totally related to that it's nice to be able to reach out and to Mm. say that hey I actually resonated with something you said Mm. and that's why keeping it real raw and relatable pays off and I think it's sometimes you you don't realize that sometimes the simplest thing like that can make a difference in somebody's life like I literally was sitting at home today putting together some stuff for the next event and like 
I actually have to teach myself to post more. Like I can actually go hours, like days where I have not posted anything. And it's like, that's not really going to help create much of a following. (laughs) (laughs) No. And people love to see what's going on. I mean, uh, one of my friends is a makeup artist and he does the most glam makeup, the most gorgeous babes. And he came over here and did a lesson with me. Uh, to teach me how to do eyeshadow because I am not an eyeshadow girl everyone thinks because I work on the internet that I've got it all down pat no no idea (laughs) you know but um I said to him I would really love to see more behind the scenes of you cleaning your brushes and getting ready to go do shoots because and he goes to some of the most glamorous events and I actually messaged him yesterday and was like I love your content I actually make an effort to go watch him every day now because I'm not just seeing the finished project. I'm seeing the before, the during, the after. And I feel like if you are running a business or hosting a brand, whether you're an influencer or whether you're selling a product, it's really interesting to see the behind the scenes. Mm. Even if you're packing products, um, Baby Mac, she's a mummy blogger and she started up her own um, online shop called Add to Cart. And she comes on her stories and she's like, oh my God, I've got this. It comes in this color. It's so good. I love it. And she get her excitement makes me excited. And then I jumped on and bought a lobster shopping bag because, you know, every girl needs that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but she does her behind the scenes of when she's packing the orders or when new stuff comes in and you think, oh my God, I actually really want to see that. And now I have that connection because... If she's excited about something and then she's so she's showing her printing labels like I love it when she presses the button and goes look at how many people have ordered since I posted that story so random and that's also kind of like return for investment for yeah. anyone but I also love seeing other women who are bloggers thriving and doing their own thing mm. and the biggest thing when you can do on the internet if you want to support any of your friends comment on their posts share their products buy their stuff you know a lot of people uh, a lot of influencers constantly write to brands and say oh my god I love your product can you send me this and I'll post it and I'm like actually if you really love it go and buy it Mm. and then that's how you're going to get noticed and that's when brands go oh my gosh we love you too and you created some really amazing content for us and let's work together because you obviously generally love my product Mm. That's it. No one wants to be dealing with people or working people who are just in it for free stuff, right? That's one thing I don't like about some people on social media and I have made an effort to disconnect because if they're always doing sponsored posts, I really feel like they're just posting because they're getting paid. Mm. I'm like, do they really love that product? And then seeing quite a few influencers behind the scenes say oh I really don't like this brand but they paid me good money and they post it I'm thinking so out of alignment like I can't stand it I can't stand it if you are forcefully funny on the internet or you're only posting about things that you're getting paid to post about Mm. it's really frustrating and I've made a big effort to disconnect from people who have that vibe Mm. good on you because a lot a lot of people would do that and that's something that I totally agree. It's so disingenuous. It's people can see through it. Like when you see someone is like talking about a product or talking about something and they, you can see it in their face. Like if they don't necessarily love it, but they're doing it because they have to, or they're getting paid for it. Like, yeah. And it's sometimes when you obviously become friends with influencers and then you go to their house and you think, holy shit, this is how you live. Like, (laughs) 
like I don't like I would never would have thought that like people really cultivate how they want to be perceived on the internet yeah and there's a whole different story behind everyone's lives I mean including myself there's things that I'm not going to put up online that are personal to me and just because you're online doesn't mean you have to show everything mm. some people are just about showing the fashion or products that they're getting paid to work with and that's totally okay but for me and who, and for who I follow I really want to connect with people mm. who you know but I just, like how you do that because the way you think about how it's going to infl- in, influence or affect your following like you do it for the good of your following it's not necessarily for you even like sometimes it's like I'm sharing this because I think it might help someone hell yes I mean there's someone who shared the other day there's a blogger online and she shared how she cleaned her toilet brush I think it was like I, I heart bargains she's like a big name in the influencer world and she did this big post about how she disinfected her toilet brush and now pretty much every day someone's tagging her in pictures going look I did it too oh my god the internet is crazy the internet is crazy <laughs> and to your I love the unconventional tips that people can give you. Um, as you just saw before, when I pulled something out of my cupboard, I have my kitchen pantry has my shoes in it. Because <laughs> I'm a single gal and I've got an apartment where, you know, shoe storage is tough. But pantry storage is great for shoes. It's a great idea. I still have a pantry. It's in that cupboard. It's on the other side. But that whole entire cupboard... It's probably good for, you know, a family of four, <laughs> but it's for my shoes. And Sex in the City, like, she kept her shoes in the oven because she didn't cook. Yeah. Like, I do cook, but that is just the most convenient spot, and it's next to the front door. <laughs> I think it's a great idea. <laughs> so, yeah, so hilarious. you don't necessarily have to share all the deep and darkest of your life, but no. you can share beautiful little insights, and you can share unique perspectives and still it still adds lots of value to your to your audience for sure and i think adding value to people's lives is you know as women we love sharing tips if i went to the shops and was like hey this product is amazing it made my hair glow you should try it i kind of feel like all of my followers are my friends and i'm just saying oh my gosh this was amazing but i also try products and say ah oh, did anyone else find that this left my hair left your hair really oily and obviously I get that feedback yeah Instagram has really stepped up the way um, you can engage with your audience now through polls through questions um, they've just brought out that multiple choice thing which mm. I haven't used you know we can say a B or C so people can get to know you and I think it's great and I think you know there's a lot more that's going to come from that platform mm. in particular mm, it's awesome to see so what I would love to know now is what would you like to see happen in the realm of body positivity well firstly brands have really started to realize that they can make money from fat women we've seen brands like Ali we've seen brands like Cotton On all of a sudden think wow there's a whole market of people that we're not catering for that we can make money from and a lot of brands are starting to extend their sizing or create specific ranges for size 16 to size 24, which is good for me. I would love to be able to walk into a shopping center and to actually purchase clothes from more than one or two stores. Mm. 
I was just saying before, like bras and things. I can't even go into a bras and things store to buy a bra. I have to go to a specialty store, and I'm not like the most and ginormous like, person. I thought bras and things was specialty, right? Like yeah, I know. They totally aren't. But the good thing is, is that even though mainstream retail, there's going to be stores that don't cater for me, but there's also going to be a lot of other stores out there who do. Majority of them are going to be online, or you just have to do a little bit of hunting around. And the power of the internet and the power of influence, I can just put it out there and ask people. And everyone goes, oh, yeah, I saw a yellow dress the other day at this store and it will fit you. And you think, oh, my God, that's amazing. That's so good. Honestly, like being able to do that because your following is so strong and it's so cultivated, mm. being able to get that feedback straight up is so awesome. And your community is quite strong, too. I've seen them be quite engaging with all your questions and Gosh, we had such a good time at your event the other week. I say the other week, a month ago. Yeah. <laughs> it was. It was really great to see people asking beautiful questions and engaging. And from that event, people have felt so much more comfortable to share that they're now trying new ways of sharing online. Yeah. Because people are so fearful of being judged and so fearful of even just friends and family judging them for posting something. Like it's so full on. It just blows my mind. And it's amazing how that we can hide things from our lives just because of the fear of repercussions of other people's opinions. Mm. I mean, I have an old friend who has had gastric sleeve and she's hidden it from her entire family. So obviously her family have noticed that she's lost 45 kilos <laughs> and then has then gone on to have plastic surgery, but she's just hidden it from all her sisters, all her, all her family. I think it's just immediate friends and and her, her partner who know about it, but that's just out of fear of what other people are going to mm. say. And what lives do we live where we can't be truthful to the ones who love us? Mm, absolutely. And I think like a lot of people think that starting a business or getting online and getting more, showing more of themselves, they're going to be trolled or they're going to have so much judgment. Whereas you don't necessarily have that a, a lot of the time. Like there's yeah. definitely going to be one in a hundred or one in two, you know, 300 that are going to necessarily say something negative, but it's up to you to choose how you take that on board. Exactly. And you know, the old saying water for ducks back, sometimes you just have to go, all right, well you can think that and that doesn't matter mm. because end of the day, these people aren't paying your bills. You know, they're not the ones who are getting you out of bed and being there for your ups and downs they're just people who can have an opinion it doesn't mean they have to agree with you but it shouldn't have such a big effect on your life mm. and most people when they're placing judgment on other people they're actually quite harsh on themselves as well so just know that they're talking more about themselves than they are about you totally and especially in the body positive uh scene a lot of fat shamers a lot of people who've said oh you're fat and you're this gosh all the health trolls come out so I could put a photo of me in my swimming saying, hey, I swam 5Ks today. It was my personal best. I'm feeling really good and really healthy. And a person can come online and share their opinion and say, oh, but you're promoting obesity because you're in a swimsuit. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. And you know what? That's their opinion. And that's not the solution. It's not. Like I'm like, don't shame someone for actually being active and saying, hey, just because I'm putting a picture out of myself on the internet to be like, this is me, that's not me encouraging unhealthy living. That's me saying, I'm encouraging people to have, you know, improve your mental health by moving, by exercising, and by not worrying about people's opinions. Mm. And living your life. Like exactly. Let's live our best lives and stop worrying about all the bullshit that comes with 
social media or the fear of repercussion. I see women, I see a lot of women say silent about issues that we should be talking about because they have the fear of the repercussions of other people's opinions or mm. that they won't be liked. You know, women need to stand up for each other and be allies. Mm, that's it. Support each other rather than tear each other down. Hell yes. And when it comes to body positive, when it comes to body positive, I really feel like things are on the way up. You know, we're seeing a lot more, lot more diversity in advertising. I loved how Target have started to use a Down syndrome um, a couple of Down syndrome kids. Oh, really? I haven't seen that. Yeah, oh, they've got them cool. on the big posters outside the stores. Wow. And for me, um, I had a – my sister had Down syndrome when she – obviously she's not with us anymore, but I would love to have thought that if I was a model and up on, on a – you know up on a billboard that she would have had that opportunity should she live to be this age that she could have been there and yeah. I love that how Target are really taking on um, age size and cultural diversity and also disabilities as well mm. that's, that's a huge thing I'm mm. um, seeing more and more brands capitalize on that we've still got a lot of work to do especially in Australia we're so far behind like I go to America and UK and I can shop in every store and there's diversity and they use big models, small models, older models. And then Australia, we still have that skinny white girl mindset. Wow. And you look at our population and we are not like that. No. I've even had brands say, oh, no, but our clothes only sell on this size. And if we only use a white person. Yeah, they're only selling at that size. It's the only ones you're offering. Yeah, I'm like <laughs> that's all we see. So really give people a chance and for new people to come in your market because people who aren't looking like that aren't gonna follow you absolutely it's just one of those chain reactions isn't it yeah absolutely so i'd love to just finishing off just to find out what are you most excited about for this year well i've got a couple of things happening on this year we've got a curvy au pool party coming up at the end of the year which is super exciting We've got a few things coming up this year, which I'm looking forward to. One of them is a trip to America. I'm going to CurvyCon, uh, which is a plus size fashion event Wow! in New York. So I'll be a part of the media team. Oh, awesome. Which is so amazing. And then I'm also going, uh, I'm going to check out some suppliers because I'm launching my own pajama brand. Stop it. That's yeah. awesome. It's like a little bit under wraps, but also really exciting. Well, you just told everyone. I know. <laughs> Cats out of the bag, guys. I'm launching my own pajama range. So it's a non-gender specific pajama range. Wow. um, That's going to cater for all bodies. So that's where a lot of my heart and soul is going into. I'm I'm hoping to launch by Christmas, but likelihood will probably be next year. But finding suppliers is one of those things that takes time. So I'll have a bit of international travel coming up because I want to actually go to the factories I want to meet the people. I want to make sure that it's sustainable and ethical. Mm, Amazing. That's really important to me. So, yeah, travel and continuing to connect events. Coming to some of your events, that's got to be on my highlights for this year. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) I had such a good time at your last event. It was so good. And I still have some of the women that came to the event. They're like, oh, my gosh, hey, it's me. And I'm like, hey, no, I remember you. (laughs) Because people write to me and say, oh, hi, I met you here and you probably don't remember me. I'm like, oh, my God, hey, Janine, of course I remember you. Like, you had that amazing lipstick on or, you know, it's good. It's funny how people remember each other, but a lot of the time if someone writes to me, I always 
I always remember them. Oh, you've got such a good memory. That's awesome. Yep, like an elephant. <laughs> it's awesome. hard when they don't have their profile picture as them. Yeah, that's true. And it's like a dog and it has a name. They're like, hey, I met you at this event. I'm like, and their account's on pro- I'm private. And I think, oh, I don't I know, know who you look like. <laughs> so as a... Just to finish off, is there any advice that you'd have for someone that is experiencing body shame or in a place where they're feeling not necessarily comfortable with themselves? What advice would you have for them? A lot of the time, body shaming comes from people who are in our closest circles, whether it be from our family, our friends, or even ourselves. My advice for those who have issues with their own body image or people shaming them is just to obviously disconnect as much as possible but to bring more love and light to your life rather than listening to that. So when I say love and light, I mean listen to podcasts that uplift and inspire you. Uh, Follow people on Instagram that make you laugh. And a big thing is look at yourself every single day and give yourself pats on the back, positive affirmations. I've got little notes all over my house and that says, keep going, you're doing great today's going to be awesome and just it's an out of sight out of mind thing and subconsciously I now have those thoughts Mm. one thing that's really affected my confidence as well is to keep a gratitude journal and there's a lot of things that we can be grateful in life but I specifically also focus on the gratitude for my body the gratitude for my big legs that hold my body up that give me the ability to walk to to walk to work or to look amazing in heels so you can always find one thing you can always find one thing you like always I mean it is hard when there is when you feel shame but a lot of the time it's just how we deal with it if you constantly think of the one person that doesn't like you then you're always going to feel shit mm. but if you constantly think of the people that do like you and how much they love you I have a little tip for when I can't get to sleep you know how sometimes when you can't sleep and you're laying in bed and you think oh Sally said this about me or I swear she doesn't like me so to combat this I think of all the positive people in my life that love me for who I am and I pick a location let's say it's Melbourne because that's where my family's from so I start off with like mum dad my neighbours my school teacher all my friends in Melbourne and then I work my way up the coast until I get up to Cairns but generally by the time I get to Canberra and name you know at least 100 people I've fallen asleep and it it makes your heart feel full Mm. and it's the smallest silliest little thing but when you're feeling wound up and it's especially good for breakups because you know when you have a breakup either with a friend or with you know a lover you're like oh they don't like me anymore Mm. and who's gonna love me and then when you sit there and actually force yourself to come up with the people yeah and if you can't think of who those people are go to your facebook friends list and read all those names out aloud and then all of a sudden your heart feels full of joy Mm. your your heart feels full of joy i'm losing all my words today (laughs) (laughs) well i want to thank you so much for doing this with me tonight it's been such an incredible journey to see what you've achieved and what you've created with curvy and curvy au and it's just so nice to see you constantly putting out inspiring messages and heartfelt positive happiness messages and i think the world needs more more people just like you so thank you so much for no and thanks for coming i mean you got to see the pink palette and for those who uh, of you who don't know what's going on here I for years have always said that I wanted to get pink couches and that 
I made a goal and I wrote it on a list and said, I'm going to move to Brisbane and I'm going to get pink couches and I don't care what anyone says. So I moved here and I have two gorgeous pastel baby pink couches. <laughs> and we joke and call it the Pink it. Palace because everyone just comes here and sleeps over. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Just amazing. <laughs> so thank you so much and I wish you all the best for everything you're trying to create for this year. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening and I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Next Level Life podcast. I'd love to hear any takeaways that you've had from today's episode, so please share with me on Instagram and Facebook. And if you feel so moved, please pass this episode on to any friends or family that you feel may benefit from it. Looking forward to speaking with you next week, and here's to taking your life to the next level.